Okay. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. So what's your stinking? What am I stinking? I'm stinking that you need to refresh your margarita. I do. We are doing a back-to-back record. Like, do we tell people about the, the magic behind that or no? Sure. Yeah. Because you're headed to San Diego for two mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're going to be at the beach enjoying 75 degree weather while yes. I'm sweating my ass off here in Arizona. Hey, that's how I felt when you were in beautiful Kirk, Kirk's and Tacos. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Kirk's and Tacos. Yeah, so your margarita maybe needs a yeah. refresh. Oh my gosh. How often do you do that where you transpose letters? Actually, very often. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need to start writing them down because I do it more often than I would like. Are you dyslexic at all? No. No, I'm a little dyslexic for sure. So I wondered if that was like part of it with the dyslexia or not. Mm. Yeah. Um. So not last night, two nights ago, Matt and I had like nostalgia city. Mm-hmm. We went to the Yellow Card concert. I'm so jealous. Oh my God. It was so fun. Super nostalgic, right? So it's the 20th anniversary of Ocean Avenue for all of my like fellow mm-hmm. former emoers out there i think that's the only song i know from them you'd know a couple like way away away from here we'll do maybe not mm. just a place off ocean avenue oh yes yes i know avenue. that one okay so okay. i know too that's the signature song if you will but anyways 20 years ago that album came out 2003 which is mind-blowing and makes me feel so old mm-hmm. that i'm now going to a high school nostalgia concert super fun my mom watched the kids we had a date night concert was at like 7 30 we went to dinner at four because we wanted to nice. drinks and hang out, but we were idiots and they obviously had like four openers. So the concert did not start till near 10 mm. o'clock, which kind of is just a late night for old balls yeah. like myself. Yeah. But we went and got a cocktail and did a flight of oysters. And then a friend of mine from high school was there with a friend as well, Kendra. We played soccer together in middle school and high school. So all of that era went to dinner. It was very hot outside, but thank God it was indoors. It was at the old Dodge Theater, whatever they call that now. I don't know. But it was so fun. Good. Good. I ran into a ton of people, too. Nice. It was like people from middle school, high school, college, like, because we're all the same age. All good run-ins, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's one awkward (laughs) run-in where it's like, I know you and you know me because we were on like a Europe trip together for school. Mm. And she recently got gleaned from my Facebook as like one of those people Uh, you're like, I know who you are, but I kind of don't care about your life. Mm-hmm. And her and I made eye contact and I was like, I wonder, uh, uh, and it was like an awkward <laughs> smile. We kept walking. Nice. Well, I'm glad you had fun. Yeah. I could afford a concert t-shirt and I could drink beer. Amazing. Look where life has taken you, Paige. <laughs> Just 20 years later, look at You've us go. you made it. Well, you know, it's wild. It, this is my first <laughs> concert t-shirt. Ever? Ever. Really? Yeah. And You, you don't want- have like any t-shirts from any concert. Not a one. And I think That's it's impressive. I think it's because I'm like allergic to lines. I hate standing in mm. line. I hate it so much. And even this line, apparently, word on the street, it was moving quickly. Mm-hmm. But Matt was like, "No, we're not doing this. Find a young, broke-looking person and hand them this fifty-dollar bill. The t-shirts were forty bucks." I was like, "And tell them which one you want because we're not waiting." Smooth. And I was like, Smooth. "Look, I have arrived. Ten-dollar service charge. Nice." But it was great. Good. We, yeah. Is it a t-shirt you'll actually ever wear? I thought about recording in it, but I got a size medium, so it was big and comfy, and I looked schlubby mm. when we were recording. So, yes, I will definitely wear it. It's cute. Do it. You. Do it. Yeah, but it was super fun. A lot of old hits. Though I had, like, it's an interesting 
not feedback, but just observation. It's been a little while since I've been to a concert. And did you see in the news recently when Miranda Lambert like yelled at some fans that were taking photos? No, no. Is that what she did? Yeah. I mean, why can't they take photos? So in a lot of the Vegas shows, there's no photography allowed no, at all. Oh, like this is a Vegas thing? And it was yeah, in Vegas. Okay. Yeah. And uh, apparently in the thing, the girls were standing up and like taking their picture with Miranda in the background and Miranda like stopped the concert and like called them out and people are saying like, they paid to see you, get over yourself. And mm-hmm. people are saying, no, it's the rules. And it goes back and forth. But I have to now say that I appreciate if a venue had the rule because mm-hmm. at this concert, I'm sure you would. Every, I'm sure you would appreciate no, but, a good rule or two. Uh, I know. <laughs> Karen. Here she goes. Karen, <laughs> put her hat on. Here she goes. So you're on the concert committee now. Tell me about it. Well, it was just a lot of cell phones <laughs> in the air. So like some of their cornerstone songs, the most popular ones, you know, mm. like it was coming to like the main hook or the main line and they were every single cell phone was in the air taking videos because mm. people want to post it. I was guilty. I even took to my credit maybe I took like an off clip like it wasn't like the main moment because I was actually just really enjoying like rocking out and jumping up and down to like Mm -hmm. the moment of those songs so I kind of picked like a a different song a different phase but I was guilty I took I took videos yeah so but you only uploaded one I only took one that's the only video I took so I literally took like my Instagram video so your memories are in your mind. They're here for the They're concert. They're not in your phone. They're in my like feeling of Aww. me like literally jumping up and down and kind of, pe- kind of peeing my pants because I have three kids now. <laughs> um, and like Your dancing. pelvic floor was not ready for that concert. Not my pelvic floor was not ready. <laughs> so I was like dumping and dancing. Matt was eating a freaking bag of popcorn. We were so rock and roll. It was awesome. Oh my God. But the gal two rows in front of me literally had her phone like this. And recorded, I want to say, 60% of the concert. Oh, I'm not kidding. Whole songs. And like... I mean, are you mad though? Like, does that bother you? It was annoying because like in like two rows... She was in your she, visual it, like, line of up. sight. So it was, And I was like kept having to dodge it. And then even me going around her, I could see the little red record button and you get distracted. It's mm-hmm. not just the show. Luckily, we were just the aisle seat i forgot i bought those tickets so i actually kind of stood in the aisle a lot of people mm. did to like get her cell phone out of my view mm. because it was 60 percent of the concert yeah. i'd be annoyed too yeah if you couldn't see the stage because of a cell phone and it was like a lot of the show like i get it i i took a clip a couple people took their clips mm-hmm. but like literally landscape yeah for so yeah. much and i'm like are you going to go back and look at these videos? Are you going to relive and watch this entire concert? I know. I don't think so. You know, it's basically all on YouTube. Like, you or like it. Spotify. But I don't know. Here's a novel idea. Hit it. Maybe it's terrible, but maybe concerts should seat by average height in the party. I am here for that. I mean. Girl. Like, Where do I sign I the petition? I wouldn't benefit, but Karen's like you would. Um, not Karen. Yeah. These are short people everywhere. <laughs> that way, like, you don't have anything major blocking your Oh, yeah. Sight. No, you have to move around if there's a Sasquatch. Matt mm-hmm. fully knows that we're switching seats so I can stand. And he wants me to have a good time, mm-hmm. too, right? Like, whoever's shorter. I forgot I bought aisle seats, so I actually got to stand in the aisle. But that's been my whole life. That's why I don't like pit seats. Mm-hmm. Seats. Because I can't, like it's armpit level it's smelly you can't mm-hmm. see anything it is unenjoyable yep. so the day my days of pit seats are long gone i need a seat on a slope yep box seats are preferred yep um, except for the lawn seats at auction pavilion can i ugh. 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 
I mean, I appreciate a good deal on a good concert. Like we went to the Backstreet Boys, which was one of my favorite. Another girls night. Another mom crew girls night. So good. But going there is so stressful because even if you get, yes, even if it's cold weather, even if you like set your blanket down and claim your spot in the grass, you know within two hours of the show starting that someone's foot is going to encroach on your blanket and then you're going to start getting pissed off because someone else is okay just, like Karen. start rolling up your blanket okay, I Karen. Know. welcome I own the karen when it comes to lawn seats and like claiming your spot with a blanket if my blanket is there don't touch it don't yeah. touch it no that's fair that's blanket etiquette <laughs> And then you also want to make sure you don't leave as much of a gap between you and the blanket in front of you because that mm. creates a natural pathway. Yep. So you do not want a natural pathway up on your blanket either. Exactly. So you ha- do have to get yep. kissing. There's a science a- behind the blanket mm-hmm. claiming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Backstreet Boys was a really fun concert. It was hot as balls. It was neck August. Way, neck fans. Yeah. And you and appearance. I were both pregnant. Pretty dang pregnant. Yep. And so I got neck fans for us. And like we had those game changer. Yep. I, I wouldn't have survived. But the thing that made me a little like eh about the Backstreet Boys concert is people pay for nostalgia. Mm-hmm. We were there for I Want It That Way, Larger Than Life. We're there for the Millennium Hits. And they started playing a lot of new music. Mm-hmm. Read the room. Yeah. Read the room. I'm sorry. We I are know. here for. Well, they got to promote their new music somehow. But and they I get don't. That. Their cash cow money yeah. is in the nostalgia, baby. Yeah. No one like. That's true. Are you going to listen to Backstreet Boys 2023 on Spotify? No. I mean, maybe they can have a comeback. No, you're putting. We their need hits. a good boy band. When's the last time you heard a boy band? They have them. You're just old. Right now. Yeah. Like BTS. Who? Who's that? <laughs> Point proven. Oh. Who's, who is that? That's a boy band from yeah. here? Uh, well, not from like Arizona, like, but yeah. No, they're US or American? I don't think so. I think British they're or something. I think they're Japanese, but they're like, I have a, a... Are they popular here? They're insanely popular. What? What are they called? BTS? Like BTS. behind the scenes? I don't know. Maybe. This they is, sing English songs? I don't know. I couldn't tell you that either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you what Instagram tells me. Oh I just know they're called right, BTS well. and there's like a lot of them. There's like 10 of okay, them. Okay, I want like a classic American boy band. I think Call they have those two. Or English. A lot of them came from English, England. English, yes. What's the one? Um, one, one, one Direction. One Direction was yeah. English? Yeah. 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 Harry about, Styles, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But that's the thing. You get a new boy band and you live in your nostalgia. So even yellow card they asked they're like oh this is so great we came back and like if we toured again next year would you guys all come and matt and i talked about this on the way home i love yellow card zero shade but no if yellow card tours in 2024 i'm not coming mm-hmm. because they had a couple factors going 20th anniversary of 2003 yep. so this was a room full of like 35 year old teenagers like let's get real Two, scarcity. They hadn't played a live show in like seven or eight years. Mm -hmm. So like people couldn't see Yellow Card. They weren't at the When We Are Young tour that's happening in Vegas. And maybe they just had two points. Yeah. Scarcity, nostalgia. So if you come next year and they filled this whole stadium, I'm not going to be there. So unless it was sold out and people couldn't get tickets, no. I don't know why I would see, if I would see even like my most favorite performer two years in a row. I mean, maybe if it was, I, I'm, I would see Adele in person, I've like heard her several show times is, in a year. Didn't Brady just see Adele and said it was yes, yes, him and Gordon. Yes, Ugh, so I would see fabulous. Adele. Like I don't even 
even care to see Beyonce. Like, I just, I don't know. You I better watch yourself. I have a few people who I would really love. Shania Twain is still, she's performing still. Does she have she a, a tour right now? A tour or a residency? No, she is. Oh. Uh, I think it's a residency in Vegas. I we should go to a residency show. Both, because I know she's been in different cities. So maybe she has a resi- residency and like sprinkles and other mini mm. shows. I'll check on that. But we should do a 36 hour concert and I won't. Would you see Shania? Of course I would. Okay, good. Oh my God. All right. Do I feel like a woman? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and I won't get Liddy at the roulette table this time. <laughs> Whoopsies. I'm surprised you remember that. Of course I remember it. I remember <laughs> what led up to it. But amazing. Um, yeah. So really, that was I'm like reading my actually was even re- making notes because I don't have a brain that functions anymore. Oh, the other thing that's like really cool about Yellow Card is they have a violinist in the band. Nice. A little Lindsey Sterling vibe. Maybe. But he's like this dude. And funny enough, when I saw them in concert, I think I saw them 19, 18 or 19 years ago, probably like 2004, 2005. The violinist did a, and I remember, it's seared in my brain, he did a backflip off the amp. Nice. This man was not doing any backflips. Yeah. In this particular show, 20 yeah. years later. But I just remember it so vividly, and it made me think, like, he's, like, and he doesn't, it's not like he crosses over and also plays guitar or tambourine or anything else. Like, he is violin. A and they, dedicated violinist. And they have violin on every single track. I think that's why they were, like, just so, like, stood out really? from the crowd. And you think of these parents. That started this six-year-old and his violin lessons, wherever he's from. And now like he's how doing the, backflips off and, an amp. But yep. how they paid off for those parents. Yeah. It's like, what violin lessons really pay off unless you're going to the symphony or something? Yeah. They, they don't. don't. Piano lessons? No. Well. Did you take piano lessons? I surely did. Yeah. I took them for a long time and they have had zero impact on my life. I can read music. Yeah. I can read music and yeah, play. Yeah, I can too. Yeah. And did you know the studies have shown that if your child can read sheet music, they'll perform better on standardized tests. That's been around a long time. Yeah. yeah. I've heard that. But yeah. it was actually really fun. In Turks and Caicos, there's a piano. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't really play because I need sheet music. I don't play um, mm-hmm. ad hoc, whatever. Right. But my brother does. My cousins are in a band. And my grandmother. It was so beautiful, actually. Aww. So the jam sessions with the boys were happening at, like intermittently all weekend and then everyone's down at the beach and I was inside checking on Oakley and I was and I hear the piano playing and it's this kind of like ragtimey whatever I think I have a video of it and it was my grandma Aww. just playing piano by herself because I think she didn't want an audience and it's like the beautiful beach behind her mm. and it's like one of those moments I was like well this is just did what? you get a picture I took a video good I have a little good. video. add I- that to the vault yeah, I might even, maybe we'll post it with this episode, but it was kind of fun. So yes, the violin lessons for Yellow Card paid off. Mm. It was a fabulous experience. My feet still hurt from standing in Chuck Taylor's for three hours. And funny to your suggestion, I have my little reef wedge sandals that are very comfy. And I was like, do I wear these mat or do I wear my chucks? I know the chucks are more rock and roll, but the wedges will give me an extra two inches. Mm, definitely the wedges. I wore the chucks, but Function yeah. over form all day i mean i haven't subscribed to that yet i'm not i'm not that dead Mm. i'm not that dead on the outside function over fashion Mm. but yeah if you can find cute functional stuff i mean i should have got orthotics that's the (laughs) that's the real thing behind it but anyways i'm so glad you had fun i'm jealous let's go see shania twain yeah put it together i'm in i'm in 36 hours again but let's do pool season where we can get like a, mm. like a cabana. That would That'd be, be nice. fun. 
Yeah, let's yep, do yep. it. Anywho, so I have we're halfway through the episode, so let's spend the second half of the episode. I had an idea. Okay. My neighbor is expecting a baby. Yay. I'm very excited for them. Um, and she randomly texted me, funny enough, a couple questions as far as like just out of the blue. She even said random question. So it made me think, we're in the trenches. We've recently had babies and we have older kids too. Uh, we should answer a couple like Q&A questions from first time, don't know what they're in mm-hmm. for moms and just kind yeah. of see where our answers take just us. Just do it on a regular basis even. Like yeah. once a month even, do like question of the month. Maybe. I'm into it. We'll serialize it. And then we're going to put, let's put polls up and we'll ask people to weigh in on theirs. Just mm. see if we're full of shit or not too with our answers. So the first one was favorite diaper. What diapers mm. do you like and why? Pampers. Yeah, I know. Yep. We've yep, tried yep, Huggies. Yep. We've tried, let's see, what Loves. Ugh. Oh my God, don't put your God. finger Loves. No, they're a waste of money. You might as well throw them in the trash. I mean, they you'll survive with them. That sounds like a first Let's preface comment. this with like no yeah. shade on anyone, but we're just going to give you the unfiltered version of our particular preferences. Yes. Have I tried like the eco-friendly bamboo diapers? No. Have I ever cloth diapered? No. So I don't know those products. Yeah. But in terms of normal disposable diapers you can get in a normal store, mm-hmm. Pampers. Pampers. All yeah. the way. I agree. They're low profile. And they don't get chunky. Huggies get chunky, and it's the hardest thing to explain, but it's like little pockets of whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done Hello Bello, but they don't. And also, uh, what's the other one? Honest Company. Mm. Um, but they don't have the little strip that tells you if it's wet or not. Really? It's really aggravating. Oh, gosh. And like you think it's like, oh, can't you just tell if your kid's diaper's wet? No. Sometimes it's not. And if it's blue, then I'll change it. So mm-hmm. it's annoying. Yeah. And cost, I have to admit though, so Ryder's was Pampers or Bust. His his sweet little bottom was always <laughs> pristine. Um, about halfway through P- T- Parker's diaper experience, we have moved to Costco diapers mm-hmm. because just economy of scale. How, had, how are they? They're okay. They're, they're, they're exactly the same as Huggies. And okay. unfortunately, Costco only sells Huggies and Pampers. Huggies has the... Uh, the contract with Costco because if they had Pampers at Costco I would spend the extra money for Pampers at a Costco mm-hmm. rate in bulk but they don't and I just don't like Huggies Blech. yeah they stink and they're the same honestly as Costco so we do Costco now you can see a big sleeve right there love it um love it. but that was just after like three years and half of that time with two kids in diapers so yeah, yeah. But Pampers new mom Pampers mm-hmm. for sure yep but you're going to be fine. You're if you go fine. with any other diaper, you will be fine. You will. So save a buck here and there on diapers, if you will. It, it's it's really a luxury that we've had, like, the – we've it it's really a product upgrade we've had the luxury of. And, yeah, we're spoiled. But yeah. diapers, you can – diapers do make a difference because some will protect from blowouts better than others, for sure. Yes, absolutely yeah no debating that next question did you get a lactation consultant if you breastfed how do you learn how to breastfeed that's a good question let's take that apart for a second no i never have but i've worked with several professionally lactation consultants yes Mm -hmm. and like pediatric nutritionists that do a lot of feeding therapy either as a result of tongue tie lip tie maybe not just Mm -hmm. i've worked in that like pediatric feeding world professionally 
and I never had to use a lactation consultants, but they are worth every penny. I know of so many real life firsthand parent testimonials that the lactation consultant was a lifesaver. Yeah. Because nothing is worse than when you cannot feed your child in the most like comfortable way that you want. Oh, and you're tired and yeah, exhausted it, and overwhelmed. And yeah, you know and doing. they're frustrated and, and you tie you throw in a lip tie, a tongue tie in that and it just makes things even worse. Yeah. So it's so frustrating because if you want to breastfeed, you put your heart and soul into it, right? right. Like it really is a labor. It's a work. It's a full-time job. Work, Whether work, you're work. pumping, mm-hmm. breastfeeding, I mean, it's the hardest thing ever. But once you get into it, it's like natural. Yeah. So did anyone teach you how to breastfeed? No. Did I watch YouTube videos on it before I gave birth to my first? Yes. Did you really? Interesting. Yes. Yes. I just remember vividly in hopefully every hospital is like this at least the one in scottsdale is a the nurses help me out a lot mm-hmm. but the one takeaway i will give to new moms is everybody has a different opinion mm. every single every single nurse every single lactation consultant please just don't listen to your mother or your mother-in-law like listen to people that are in the game recently it it is a skill that you lose and it gets rusty hot just, take don't listen to your mother sorry mom <laughs> but it's true my mom would be the first she's like i don't know i've done that in 30 years like but they do round on you. So I had, like, I was struggling a little bit. The nurse gave me a tip. It, like, kind of mm-hmm. wasn't working. The lactation consultant came in. Her advice sucked, I'll be honest. This particular yeah. one, I know a lot are great. And then it was, like, my night nurse on that first night that came in. And she's like, well, try this. And I couldn't even tell you what it is. And it was, it clicked. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, thank you. And they actually made really nice comments like, no, you have great anatomy. This nice. will come to you. Nice. And I was like, oh, those are so nice. Thank you. Love it. Love it. Um, Compliment of the century. Hi, my anatomy. You have great anatomy. You have great anatomy. So, but if you need like nipple shields or mm-hmm. if you need to pump, like I did have to pump. I had a C-section with Ryder. So I actually did have to pump, which is like when you're a new mom, it's like a shock to the soul. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, but I want to breastfeed. But they're like, no, let's help you know, get your body kickstarted in the colostrum because it was a C-section versus um, your body, you know, producing the natural Pitocin and all that. So they're super helpful and they round on you. So you mm. don't have to like book one to come and visit. Right. And then if you need afterwards and you're still struggling when you go home, um, you can book them. Mm-hmm. But I also want to know, you can go on a pumping only journey. One of my best friends, just breastfeeding, didn't work for her. Had the worst time. She lived in a very crunchy place where they shamed her. And it was this terrible experience. It was awful. And they shamed her um, and made her feel bad about herself because, like, this is how you should feed your baby. And she went on a pumping-only journey. And girlfriend killed it. She had so much. I think she donated 1,000 ounces. Nice. And then. Nice. Yep. And she has three kids, too. So when the second came around, she was just like, nope, I'm going to pump. This is how I know I can feed my baby. Mm-hmm. And she, again, got shamed. They were kind of like, well, don't you want to try to get the number two? Nope. As she shouldn't. She knows how her, she knew Mad that. Mad respect to her because that is so much work. I would even say a full-time pumping mom is like oh, committing yeah. way, 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 way more time to, to feeding your child versus breastfeeding because you have to clean all the parts uh, and set it up and, and then like occupy your baby while you're on the pumping station it's and so take it places hard. and yes. take it on the go and take it in yeah. the car oh yeah it's 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 a, it's a great road for those that want to go that route but 
Yeah. Like anything, feeding yeah. your child in general. The other thing I just want to say about brand- breastfeeding, which is a small branch, breastfeeding is a team sport, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. It is a team Preach. sport. Preach. Team sport. Team sport. I might be the one that is physically producing, but I got a 10 out of 10 for Matt too. Like you, they need to get the haka. They need to clean it for you. They need to get the bottle. They need to like help you get the baby prepped and mm-hmm. changed and or take them away and burp the baby yep. when you're done. It is a team sport. Moms are on input. Men should be on output. Boom, boom, boom. Or other partners, whoever it is. Yeah, whoever it is. If if they're available, you yeah. know, yep. so absolutely that yep. was was it you I yes, who it told me that it was, moms yeah. are on input men are on output yes i told you that yep and i think so we got it from somewhere we didn't make it up someone said it to matt they were just like dude you're on output yep and i have to admit he was always really great about that but breastfeeding is a team sport you're up in the middle of the freaking night mm-hmm. and some people switch off and do shifts and that's great i never did i just did all the nights matt works and he also just like doesn't function without sleep mm-hmm. and that's a whole other <laughs> bottle of wine um but yes it is a team sport gentlemen you support mm-hmm. and you do it so absolutely i remember that one of the best things was like the pillow propping like ryan noticed how bad my posture was every mm. time i was feeding her and like he kept reminding me hey guys like hey night whoa hey nina you need to put a pillow behind your back look at your neck you're crouching all the things so yeah, yeah. It wrecks your neck and your back if you don't have proper posture, for sure. With uh, Parker and Oakley, I was in the flow, but with Ryder, I had a breast Mm -hmm. friend. Yep. And those, as a first-time mom, are the best. Mm -hmm. And I, like, they're amazing. They're like a little pillow that goes around you, and you, like, it takes all the pressure, and it keeps them at the right place. So that's my other, maybe, hot Mm -hmm. tip, is the breast friend pillow. But I I didn't I used that for both. Did you use it for Remy? Both times, yeah. I think you Mm -hmm. used it, like, once for Parker, but I was just kind of in the well, flow. you had two other kids you were running after too no so. parker but parker she was just number two but i didn't oh i parker. thought you said oakley maybe oakley no, either way yes yeah, so that's my other mm-hmm. hot take um that was actually one of the questions overrated or underrated baby items so there's one but mm-hmm. i have another question what the hell do i bring to the hospital oh my gosh don't overpack and by that i mean oh my gosh don't bring three different outfits for the baby just don't unless you have one specific outlet outfit you want to take the photos in don't bring three different outfits for them yeah i did crazy i didn't i brought a special pair of jammies which funny enough we threw in pictures right well we threw it in this one pair of jammies last minute for writer and that one and it's like the silly hand-me-down but i ended up bringing it to the hospital for all the kids Mm, because i just like that's cute couldn't it's like the silly has like a little giraffe it's like not instagrammable at all um, but I don't mind if you bring extra outfits for the babies. Don't bring outfits for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's silly. You change into a gown when you get there. Yeah. I did like having my own robe, though. You did the robe. I did, and it was gifted to me by a friend. I did the Frida Mom Hospital gown. Mm-hmm. And I didn't birth in that one. I birthed in theirs and sweat right. and everything. And then I put that on, and mm. it's this big, giant muumuu, and it has the snaps. Nice. It's so soft. And so I, for all three kids, used, like, that hospital gown. Mm-hmm. And I think I even lent it out to a friend. Um, so I like that. Snacks. Bring the snacks. You'll be so hungry. Were you, like, starving after you gave birth? I think so. But they had, like, the food at Scottsdale Shea is actually pretty good. It took so long for us. 
it took like an hour oh and when you just give birth and you like can't eat you yeah know you, i think once that's you good. get this is a little known thing once you get to the hospital and you're actively actively in labor they don't give you food yeah and the, that i didn't know oh yeah, like, you, so I'm don't you sure see the a lot of everyone new, gets ice chips. Yeah, yeah. So you're starving, and so I, for the second kid, I brought the snacks. Yeah, snacks are good. Mm-hmm. They're good for dad. Where our hospital was, it was good. It got Matt out that day just to, like mm-hmm. to do some stuff. But snacks is a good one. Yeah, PJs if you don't like. I did the moo moo. Yeah, but your own PJs. And Warm out- socks if you if your feet get cold. Yeah, I actually yeah. had to take my socks off though because I was like swelling a little bit, mm. and they were like turning into compression socks, and they were like, mm, "We should take these off." Yep. But slippers. Yep. Because the floor yes. is gross and you have to pee a ton, so absolutely bring slippers. An outfit to go home in that's very loose, drawstring, not elastic. Mm-hmm. A drawstring. Yep. Going home, or just like a flowy muumuu dress, yeah. some kind. Oh, a dress is great. I'm more yep. of like a drawstring pants. Yeah um chapstick mm-hmm. all but your then, normal toiletries glasses to- contacts and the one other yep. thing that actually is an excellent recommendation is a towel because mm. their towels are these scratchy little like 12 by 10 squares that's an exaggeration but not by much but their ter- their linens are horrible so bring a towel mm. for a shower yep your phone charger but you, like it's not that much. Like you don't actually yeah. need much. You do not. I was the queen of overpacking the first time. I didn't, and then we mm. actually got compliments, and they're like, "Is that no. all your luggage?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "You guys are the best." <laughs> like we are. Tell us how great we are. No, we we overpacked like extreme, like rolling suitcase overpacked. No, we each just took a little duffel. Mm. But yeah, it. Just, and I brought it, the breast friend to the hospital. You should bring the breast friend to the mm, hospital. That was that's a uh, good. I think good Suzanne point. gave us that recommendation, which is a great one. So bring yep. the breast friend or the boppy or whatever you're using to help nurse. But truly, like you take your clothes mm. off and then a robe or PJs. And they give you the diapers, the nipple cream. They give you all the things you'll need to take care of your body. So don't waste your time bringing it unless you have a specific lotion that you want yeah you don't need like even if you get the frida peri bottle mm -hmm. or any of the postpartum stuff you don't need any of it while you're no no so i think general rule of thumb if you're really toggling back and forth whether you should bring it probably don't bring it you really don't need much you truly don't yeah yeah just pretend you're going to a sleepover at your friend's house yeah and then have some baby shit and you're good (laughs) oh bring the car seat you have to bring the car seat into the room when you check in otherwise you have to go back out and then bring it back in no matt was able to go down the day we checked out so he just ran down to the car we left in the car you did for all the kids yeah right and then oh you know what i gave birth august of 2020 height of covid so ryan was not allowed to leave the room and then step foot back in the hospital and they need to confirm that you have a car seat before you leave the hospital ah uh, that makes sense so it was a covid thing yeah never okay. mind that's fine i take that back actually that segues great into the next question the next question was just talking about like boundaries of having people come to the hospital oh. after you give birth especially firstborn a lot of the firstborns are first grandchildren mm-hmm. and just the pressures of that so Ryder was born in january of 2020 pre-covid just before and we made a mistake we made a mistake uh, I gave us, I had C-section, so it was very planned. Everyone knew what day it was. Um, we, like, it was a mistake. We had our parents come, which, okay, yeah. Like, my mom, my dad, Matt's parents. 
we had you guys come you guys came um our brother that was a mistake (laughs) no but our brother and sister-in-law also came and then um i had a friend in town too you had a lot of people a lot of people and even though it was a c-section you're still exhausted you're emotionally exhausted you're a brand new parent and you don't know what you're doing and with the brand new parent, you literally like don't sleep because you're like, this is just the perfect little angel mm-hmm. and I made this and oh my God. And you're what constantly I do? checking if they're breathing. Yeah. Yep. But having so many people, you are also constantly entertaining. You're essentially entertaining. You're like, come, come see my baby. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Let me tell you about my birth. Like, how are you? And we had a parade of people. He was born at 8 a.m. We wanted the first two hours to ourselves. So starting at like 10 a.m., uh, the last people didn't leave our room until almost 9 o'clock at night. Oh, my gosh. And it was just a parade of people because we felt we had to share him. We felt we wanted to do this. And not that you shouldn't, but it was a mistake. It was too many mm-hmm. people on that first day. Because, like, I know people are excited, but, like, and we loved having you guys. Like, but you've seen Ryder a ton and been mm-hmm. such a big part of his life. Day two wouldn't have mattered. Day three mm-hmm. wouldn't have mattered, you know. I but know. it's your first. It's this. So yep. with Parker... She was born in September of 21, and it was, like, this weird, interesting place because 2021 was really covid as well. Mm-hmm. But technically, the rule at the time at our hospital is you could have one guest in and out at the time. And they told us that. And we lied to everybody. Mm-hmm. And we said, and like, nope, no one can come. There's no guests for COVID. Sorry. <laughs> Do they know that? Are they going to listen they to this podcast? They might find out now. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. So we lied because we were like, this was too much. Mm-hmm. Way too many people. We regret it. We like just having the two of us and having this little bubble. We had Ryder at home. So we really wanted to soak in the time. And it was the best experience. Mm-hmm. It was the best. So with Oakley, third kid, third kid. No COVID, 2020, December of last year, Twenty, we had no one as well. We had no one come. Good for you. We did not extend the invite. We told everyone, we don't want to do it. We want to spend time with Oakley. We don't want to run around. You may all come and see the baby when we get home the next day. And so they knew the rules and we said no. Mm -hmm. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. I had my first child, height of COVID, so no guests were allowed. Yeah. So that was an immediate no. But I'm so thankful because it's you you know it's such a sacred time between mm-hmm. you and your spouse and your immediate like family unit whatever that looks like and i'm so glad because especially with your first child you have no idea what you're doing your boobs are always out you feel like shit you look like shit like yes. who wants to see anybody no and i get it like your family is excited but it's not about them Mm-hmm. That's just the harsh truth. It's not about them. Yeah. They'll see the baby on t- day two or day three. So I think with the second kid, we had just the parents come on the second day. And I didn't want it really, but I don't know. It kind of worked itself out to be that way. And it's fine. It was fine. Like I didn't get anything out of it. Right. They did. And I was happy to give them that experience that they felt like they got robbed on with the first kid. So. But- isn't it, it funny though you still have to like you just gave birth all the things that entail the pre the post mm-hmm. your emotions everything but you right. still feel you have to give an experience to someone else yes it's just but i also thing. know in the back of my mind when my daughters have children 
I will be in the waiting room. I will I like I will not have that boundary because that's the type of person I am. That's fair. My mom like was, <laughs> my mom was she came and checked me in before my C-section with Ryder. So she like walked in and like I got really nervous because like you're going to be sliced open. So I was like kind of like very anxious. And then she she, she was so calm and cool about it. She's like whatever you want, but I'm just going to let you know, like, if you don't want me to come in for X amount of time, but I'm going to be in the waiting room. Yeah. Because then you reflect, <laughs> like, I'm her baby, right? Yeah. And so she's like, I'm, I will just, I, know. I will be in the waiting room when, and whenever you're ready, zero pressure. Yeah. Take your time. So we did. It took us about two, three hours. She mm-hmm. was just, but she was just waiting. Oh. So she's like, but I love that. But I will be here. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I will find you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but if people want to draw boundaries, I say draw boundaries. Yeah. And if you tr- like, I have one of my best girlfriends. She has, like, her mother in law is a baby nurse. Like, that is her job. That's what she does. She's worked in a delivery room for X amount of years and she wants her to be there and she wants all of it. So, if you want your parents to be there and if you want certain people to be there, either for the birth or just after it, do it. You know, it's 100%. just, we're warning you though. But if you don't, <laughs> I think it's okay to say yes, no. It's absolutely it's, okay to say no. It's called a boundary. Yeah. I think it's very fair boundary. Totally. Yep. Yep. yep totally. Yep. We're on the same page with that. A hundred percent. But I don't want my daughters to have boundaries. I <laughs> <laughs> neither. I have two and I'll be all up in their shit. Okay. Another quick question. When do you get their social security card? Ooh. Well, you fill out the information in the hospital. Yep. A lady you get comes. It within six to eight weeks? Something four, like that. No, four, fast weeks. weeks. I don't know. Long story short, don't worry about it. Someone's going to walk in, give you the paperwork. Mm-hmm. If you're having your baby at Scottsdale Shea, um, the lady has no respect for time and <laughs> will come in at six o'clock in the morning. Good morning. Let's talk about social security you know, numbers. You know, it's funny though. Third kid. Matt had zero problem being like, nope, doing about face. Mm-hmm. And he sent her packing because nice. he's like, she's sleeping. And she's like, OK. And he's and like she was using her normal voice. He goes, she's sleeping. And he like he stood up for me because I was completely passed out. Him. And he's like, yeah, I actually had to tell her to like lower her voice because she was being very rude and disrespectful. And I was like, and it was the same lady for all three. It's yeah. like her one job. I know. At Scott I know we have the same one. It's the same I lady. Know. And she's just rude. Yeah. And I understand you want to start your day at six and be off at two, but like I just gave birth. Come she back. She never smiles. No, she's she very. Just, she's a paperwork giver. She likes giving people homework. Well, and she had to stalk us because we could not. We were waffling on all on both Parker's name and mm. Oakley's name. We were like in the eleventh hour, like couldn't choose before we left the hospital. Kind of people. I get how that happens. Ryder, we knew his name when he was like twenty weeks old, or twenty weeks in my belly in utero. Yes, yeah. but anyways. They'll, they'll do it for you. It's mm-hmm. fine. Don't worry about that. But you do then have to Just once have you your get... husband do it. He doesn't have to do shit. So have him do the paperwork. Mm, if mm-hmm. you trust them. Really? I do. I That's a whole other. I do all of our paperwork. <laughs> like when we travel and we have to fill out customs form, Matt just hands his to me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the person in the relationship that has the, all the five passports in my hand mm-hmm. and I take care of the paperwork and that's You're my the job. dad at the airport. I am the dad. I'm the airport dad. 100%. <laughs> and it's like embarrassing for Matt, but I am the airport dad. <laughs> totally. Okay. Um. Last question. How do you even go about finding a pediatrician before the baby mm-hmm. is born? I mean, word of mouth. That's how I did it. I asked you who you used <laughs> yeah. and you liked it. You liked them. Yep. So. I think just Google, which is yeah. kind of crazy. I think I just did 
mm-hmm. Scottsdale pediatricians and this one popped up and I read the ratings because mm-hmm. they have to round on you within 24 hours of birth by law. And I think maybe you try them out and see how it is. But yeah, word of mouth. Actually, you know what's been super helpful? I, I don't think you're on Facebook much ever. Right? Not much. Okay. So there's Facebook moms groups called like Scottsdale moms or Tempe moms or even there's like a North Scottsdale mamas, like play mamas. date, whatever. Like, so I'm in some of these groups and people are always posting, hey, like I'm waffling between these two options and all the moms will just like chime in respectfully too. And they'll all that's just a, like give their input and their two cents resource. and they'll talk about anything so these facebook groups are actually clutch so i have to say i'm not a facebooker much anymore i cross post so some of my like aunts and uncles can see things Mm -hmm. but that is one lacking area that instagram just doesn't have is the the groups because do you remember we were like in our 20s used to like have a birthday party and you'd create a facebook event and you just invite everyone through facebook those days are gone like we're back to like paper invitations for first birthday parties and things like that yeah but That's how I would go about if you're in an area where you don't really have any solid friends that have kids yet. Yeah. Facebook group all the way. That's a good. All the way. I like that. That's a good shout out. Good reco. Well done. Um, I think that's it for our questions. Um, Other than we're a little bit over time, but underrated, overrated baby gear. Like what's Mm. the most overrated? I know we kind of talked about this, but like super overrated. Don't waste your time and money. I think it's the Docatot. Mm, see i had the snuggle me which is a like a similar product and i used it all the time for the first like two months of both okay. of their lives first two months and yes. the price tag though yeah I but think if you're gonna have multiple kids maybe we never had a docatot just never needed it they're like 250 bucks and the covers and the this i think that's like an overrated mm. pillow that you're gonna use for such a short window that you right. don't need it yeah. so that's my my overrated baby gear I would say, honestly, like a wipe warmer or the spatula. I'm like looking at your changing table now to see if you have either of those. No, I like, told you. I was the one that told you about the wipe warmer being stupid. I think yeah. I also told and you And I still one. registered for right. one and I got one. And for my first baby, of course, I was like, oh, she cannot be wiped with a cold room temperature wipe. wipe. Oh, God, no. no but I now. Have, I have my situation pretty dialed in over there. Yeah. It's pretty down and dirty. I will say. One of my favorite products that I never mentioned on our previous podcast was the Noggle. You know what the Noggle is, right? I have I had yes. one before I got my new car. Right. So if you're like me and you drive a car with no rear AC, it's awesome, especially living in a hot weather state. Mm-hmm. Getting that car seat cool when you're running errands is like a game changer. Because yeah. otherwise it would you would have to sit in your car for like 10 minutes and wait for the whole car to cool down and you've got a baby and you're it's just it's a bad bad scenario so that has been awesome yeah i have a spare one because mm. we have rear ac that was a big reason why we got a suv that has that mm-hmm. most okay. like the overrated ch- though overrated my champion product too that i don't think we talked about was the haka mm. haka was king Yep. I would catch so much milk. So the haka, when you're breastfeeding the baby, you put it on the other side and it catches all the letdown that otherwise spills everywhere. And I would collect at least like two, three ounces, mm-hmm. most feeding sessions. So if you want to get on that, that freezer stash game, which is yep. how I traveled so much when Oakley was like four or five, six months old, yep. uh, it was because of the haka. You know what I just thought about um, an overrated product? So, mm-hmm. you know, those 
caddies that you put in the dishwasher to hold all the small items so they don't get lost during the wash. Mm, we don't dishwash So I was gifted stuff. two on accident because, you know, baby showers. Yeah. And I didn't use either of them because unless you have a ton of bottle nipples and you're running your dishwasher every single day, like you just hand wash most of the stuff. I say we at don't, least from my experience. We didn't put. We rarely ever put any of the bottle stuff right. in the dishwasher. Never, because there's always like a little film, and yeah. I didn't want to do that. So yeah. We hand-washed so everything. if you're gifted one of those dishwasher crates, I don't know. I never used it. You never used it. I didn't know that was really a thing. It makes sense yeah. that it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I get it, but unless you're running your dishwasher every day, you just don't. Yeah. Yeah overrated best products um i think we obviously we did a whole mm-hmm. episode on this so yeah. your I one love our product pack and play i love our pack and play really yeah we have the lotus uh it's called green mang green mango i think but it's called the lotus yeah and it packs up super small and it has a backpack and it's super easy to set that up would- that would actually and be nice because we have the original Graco's mm-hmm. and they, they're perfectly great, but they are heavy and bulky and I would never travel with it. I like, well, we, I would never air travel with it. Mm-hmm. We throw it in the car for road trips and all of that. But I did see, I think, uh, Guava is another That's brand. That's what it is. It's a Guava Lotus. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. And a friend of mine had a guava when I was traveling and I, it was very tiny. And I was like, oh, you could easily carry this on or fit it in. If you were mm-hmm. going somewhere, because you can rent baby gear when you go places, but it's, it's actually expensive. quite expensive. It is. Yeah. Um, I think I told you I Amazoned a pack and play to somewhere I was going because it was cheaper. Mm-hmm. And funny, it's my uncle's house in New Orleans. And when we just went for my cousin's birthday, Parker slept in that same pack and play that I Amazon two years ago for Ryder. Nice. So nice. it worked out. It got yeah. a second life. Yeah. So I think as far as overrated products, those are ours. Diaper or wipe warmer. Yours is the... I think the Docatot. Docatot. Yeah. It might be an unpopular opinion. We borrowed one too. We even, lovers. we even got one and borrowed one mm-hmm. and it just sat and we never used it because it wasn't part of our flow. So if you want to like some big ticket items you can save... I say skip the Docatot. I yeah. think the Baby Bjorn bouncer is silly. It's like $200. Mm, yeah. The Four Moms bouncer. I've heard bad things that the kids like hate it. And it's like the $60 Graco swing that's the champ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Four Moms like the oval that goes like this, right? Yeah. I've yeah. heard multiple moms that their kids hate it. Mm-hmm. So There's a lot of them on offer up. Not yeah. That oh, and that's the other thing. thing. Get like <laughs> some of your bulk kid gear secondhand mm-hmm. and i know some people are like secondhand my little sweet or baby on nelly's auction or i love <laughs> i love it's a, it's a it's a franchise so it's all over the country once upon a child mm-hmm. they have one in scottsdale i think there's one in the east valley somewhere but i love once upon a child it's the best too for holiday gear i got all the kids matching grinch sweaters for all their different nice. sizes last year and I think it paid like $4 a sweater. Nice. Or nice. like you have to kind of go early. So like you'd probably go now and they'd be putting out like maybe their Halloween stuff. And you'd want to snag your Halloween onesie where they had the good stuff. Mm-hmm. But you can get it for a couple bucks. Right. So that's my other hot take. Oh. Yeah, you're tired. I'm tired. Um, I think that's it on all of our Q&A. But if there's any additional ones, people can reach out. Let us know. All right. Yeah. 
well page i will see you in three weeks i know i know <laughs> you are gonna be when this episode publishes you're gonna be on the beach sailing mm-hmm. with all of the life jackets and pool toys and that reminds mm-hmm. me you have to take all that stuff out of my garage oh, before yeah. you leave okay let's get get to it okay happy listening bye